to the first episode of The Health Coach uh, with your host, Leroy Dobbs. I decided for this first episode, I am just going to jump right in. According to an article published by the World Health Organization this year, the number one cause of death globally is heart disease. The number one cause of death is heart disease. Of this 56.9 million deaths worldwide, just in 2016, 15 million of those deaths were due to heart disease and more specifically coronary heart disease, which is just a form of heart disease. That is baffling. The numbers have continued to grow since then. So just to provide a little bit of background about what heart disease actually is, according to the Center for Disease Control and Prevention, the term heart disease refers to several types of heart conditions. The most common type in the U.S. is the coronary artery disease, also known as CAD. This affects the blood flow to the heart. Decreasing that blood flow can cause a heart attack. The reason this is so important to me is because so many people that I've encountered, including my own family, are currently on track to being this another statistic. I am a certified personal trainer. Part of what, is, what piqued my interest in getting into training in the first place was to combat diseases. If you are unsure as to whether or not you are experiencing or have experienced heart disease of any kind, there are so many signs and symptoms that you must be aware of, but you have to most importantly check yourself on the, your, your current lifestyle habits as it relates to nutrition. I'm gonna just get right to it. It boils down to nutrition. So many things in our life today simply comes down to eating the right foods. Some of the symptoms of heart disease includes chest pain or discomfort, upper back or neck pain, indigestion, heartburn, nausea or vomiting, extreme fatigue, upper body discomfort, dizziness and shortness of breath. Those are just to simply name a few. Heart failure has those same symptoms but in addition to that, they also have the swelling of the feet, ankles, legs, abdomen, and neck veins. This means that your heart is not getting enough blood flow. They call heart disease the silent killer because most people, it is not diagnosed in most people until they have experienced trauma to their body, either a heart attack or a heart failure. We cannot let this continue. What's most disturbing is while that global number of 60 million truly exists globally, that if we look at the numbers as it relates to black folks, my black people, we are disproportionately affected by heart disease. We must take action against this. We must take care of this on our own. We have to face the facts and deal with the facts head on. 
African-American adults, this is according to a U.S. Department of Health and Human Service Office of Minority Health. African-American adults are 40% more likely to have high blood pressure, which is simply another form of heart disease. But we are much less likely than any of our counterparts to have that high blood pressure under control. Why? What is, like, why, why is it that we can't seem to, to get it together as it relates to these silent killers, more importantly, heart disease? In 2017, African-Americans were 20% more likely to die from heart disease than our white counterparts. Black women, 60% more likely to have high blood pressure as compared to white women. There must be action taken against this silent killer because we are actually killing ourselves. The number one cause of death among African Americans is not racism or police brutality or black on black crime, quote unquote. It is heart disease. So I went and did some searching and I was trying to understand what are some very simple tactics that I can share with you all that we can all implement today. And what I found was it is not easy to do the research. There should be more things in place. The first thing that popped up as I did my research, and this is a scholarly article published by the World Health Organization. In 2018, the first things they suggest are medications. That is baffling to me because the cause of heart disease is plaque buildup in the arteries and that plaque buildup is caused by certain foods we eat. So why treat the symptoms? Why not skip treating the symptoms and go straight to dealing with the cause itself? We have to take more accountability for ourselves and those around us. So once again, the research that I've, I've concluded is that as a, first of all, as a personal trainer, I really enjoy the aspect of physically training people. I really do enjoy that. That is my passion. Um, I, I've, I've went the extra mile for myself and for you all, for, for my clients. I want people to understand that I am undoubtedly committed to my commitments and my commitments include family, my faith, and health. And I went and got a certification through the National Academy of Sports Medicine, also known as NASM, very credible certification. I did go to UC, I did an undergrad in, um, I did an undergrad in exercise and fitness and then did the Masters of Science in Community Health uh, and I loved every bit of it. I learned a lot. But now it's really time to use that information and spread that information to change our lives as African Americans. We have so many things that we are dealing with. We cannot be on the front lines of anything until we take care of us. We can't take care of our families until we take care of us. So I don't want to preach and come down and make it seem like I'm the picture perfect idea of health. I am not by any means, but I am aware I am making strides in that direction and I am trying to change those around me and 
I understand that now that there's not enough information directly targeting that black population. So just to help you all further understand exactly what happens with coron coronary artery diseases, also heart diseases and what leads to heart attacks and heart failures. CAD, coronary artery disease, it develops when major blood vessels that supply that supply oxygen to your heart become damaged or diseased. Simply put, it's the blood vessels that send oxygen to the heart when they become damaged or diseased. So we all know that in the past, our ancestors, our elders, they cooked soul food. We all know the the issues with uh, some of the major issues with soul food, the cooking grease, the fried foods, the portion sizes, how often we ate those foods. We all are familiar with those things, but now we have to actually take action. Our numbers are growing. People are still dying. We must start including what's called heart healthy foods into our diet. Now there's a couple reasons why I'm, I'm emphasizing nutrition. As a personal trainer and as a strength coach, I understand how important nutrition is. But before we get into strength coaching and, and athletics and so on and so forth, I wanna target the general population because currently my clientele is suffering from obesity, diabetes, overeating, um, just poor nutrition in general. So we, what, what happens is they come to me and as a certified personal trainer, I have limitations on the guidelines. I have limitations and guidelines on the services I can provide. So I'm, I'm versed in certain things as it relates to nutrition, but I'm not a certified nutritional dietitianist, so I can only make general recommendations. And guess what? General recommendations is all we really need. So let's jump into some ways to combat heart disease. Let's jump into some, some, first of all, let's jump into some heart healthy foods. Green leafy vegetables. What are green leafy vegetables? Spinach, kale, collard greens. They have a wealth of vitamins, minerals, and antioxidants. Those help with the narrowing of those arteries, the damaging of those blood vessels. The vitamins, minerals, and antioxidants that exist in these green leafy vegetables are vital to combating heart disease. There is a link, a MyPlate link, that I'm gonna share with you all at the end of the podcast that you can download that and look at specifically what foods qualifies green leafy vegetables and how much you should eat based on your age and gender. But green leafy vegetables, if you're not one that wants to dive all the way into the details, no problem. Green leafy vegetables, spinach, kale, and collard greens. A good rule of thumb is eat at least a green leafy vegetable with every meal. That's all, that's, that may sound like a lot to some, but that's important. 
they're also high in dietary nitrates. Dietary nitrates simply help reduce blood pressure. And what causes high blood pressure? High blood pressure, the narrowing of the arteries, causing stiffness of the blood vessels. So it's, it's vitamin, it's a vitamin, um, vitamin K that protects your arteries. It's nitrates that help with the stiffness of the arteries, reducing blood pressure. And then also you have the antioxidants would help with inflammation. Another heart healthy food is berries. Berries is a great, first of all, you have many types of berries, strawberries, blueberries, blackberries, raspberries. All of them are phenomenal. Phenomenal for heart disease. Even if you don't want to consume the actual berries themselves, meaning go to the store, rinse them off, bring them home, chop them up and pack them, so on and so forth, put together a smoothie. Buy frozen fruit, put it into a blender, big bags of them, put them into a blender and make a smoothie a day. Two cups of fruit a day, we can start there. It can be a, a perfect satisfying snack and it's a low calorie dessert. There's different ways you can uh, eat berries to make them a lot more tasty if you're one that's not into berries or not used to eating berries. But for the most part, berries can be sweet. A study found that eating berries daily improved the function of cells that line the blood vessels. This also helps control blood pressure and blood clotting. Please, green leafy vegetables and berries. I'm gonna give you one more. One more is avocados. This is an excellent source of heart-healthy, non-saturated fats, which have been leaked to reducing levels of cholesterol and lower the risk of heart disease. Now, I would encourage you to do some research on cholesterol. Uh, cholesterol is one of those topics where if I was to keep up with the latest trends as it relates to cholesterol, you would uh, I would be telling you all that cholesterol is bad for you. There are two forms of cholesterol. There is HDL, which is high-density lipoproteins, and LDL, which is low-density lipoproteins. Cholesterol in itself isn't bad, especially not HDL. The low-density lipoproteins are not the best for you, but cholesterol simply shows up when there's a problem. That's basically what it does. It will be equivalent to you being sick at home or, or somebody getting sick at home and an ambulance comes to your home to take you to the hospital. The ambulance showed up. They didn't cause the problem, they just showed up. Cholesterol shows up when there's a problem. So when you have high levels of LDL, which is low-density lipoproteins, it's not, they're not the problem, they just showed up. They're a result of another problem, which is probably you have stiffness of your arteries, tightening of the arteries, high blood pressure. Avocados provide a great source of monosaturated fats, which reduces the low lipoproteins which is the the bad cholesterol or the quote-unquote bad and it helps produce some of the better cholesterol you don't have to know the the ins and outs of it that's really irrelevant I, I've shared this information just to help you get an understanding but just know that avocados are a rich source of potassium and the nutrients are essential to heart health so you get heart healthy monosaturated fats you get potassium and they're essential to your heart health 
I'm gonna stop there. I don't wanna overload you with heart healthy foods, but if we can just start simple, green leafy vegetables, kale, spinach, collard greens, once every meal. Berries, strawberries, blueberries, blackberries, raspberries, at least two cups a day. Avocados, great source of monosaturated fats, great source of potassium for decreasing blood pressure. An avocado a day would be phenomenal. If you cannot eat it once a day, perfectly fine, just start implementing them into your meals. And then I won't even get into the last but not least, which is water. Water, I'm an advocate for water. I'm doing a, a whole episode dedicated to just water just because of how the benefits water has on our, our lives. And sometimes we ignore it. Sometimes we just, we assume that uh, because we may be drinking um, something that has water in it, we may add, a, add a, a, a Hawaiian punch pack to it or something of that nature that it still qualifies as getting in your servings of water. No, we need straight, pure water. And I've actually been seeing more black people, and I don't know about other races, I ain't gonna say that. I'm just surrounded by my people, so I see more people that I'm usually surrounded by carrying water bottles. That's what I, that's what I wanted, that, that's what I like to see. Some people are intimidated by the gallons. I had a good friend of mine was telling me how they feel about, about people carrying gallons. They feel like they just overly optimistic about this goal, and, and to me, it's like it encourages me, and I hope other people see it and realize that people are carrying gallons of water because that is the minimum you need on a daily basis. Well, for the average person, depending on your weight and size, but a gallon of water a day is, is absolutely perfect. So shout out to my water drinkers out there. I'm an advocate water drinker, and we'll get into that in another episode. But today, it was just on my heart to really talk about the silent killer, which is heart disease, and just know we are dying disproportionately because of heart disease. There is a way to change this. Exercise is vitally important. Nutrition is even more important than exercise. Please stay tuned for future topics. This is not the last time I'll talk about heart disease. I would like to continue to bring up-to-date quality information that's evidence-based about heart disease and how we can fight this disease together. We have to do this together. It's an African proverb that says, if you wanna go fast, go alone. If you wanna go far, go with others who are going in your same direction. So we're going to go as far as we can together. This is the health coach. Thank you all for tuning in. I look forward to any feedback. Stay tuned. I'll be up every week with a new podcast. Quality information for you all. Be blessed.